little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon. Are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Whatever are you doing? Hello, and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And we are going to discuss Judy today which was a very special experience because we went to a very special cinema. I am Cedar Lear, no, I'm joking. <laughs> the Stella. <laughs> the lovely Stella. Yeah. Uh, again, the perfect c- cinema to see a film like this. Yes. Which was just a coincidence because we were planning on going to see it. Anyway, like yeah, 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 or yeah. Somewhere. And then we just said, oh, let's go and see the Stella. And yes. it was ideal because it was like being in a theatre. It was, yeah. Which, yeah, it was brilliant because it's, Judy's kind of all about her later performances and all that so um yeah what did you think of the film oh i loved it yeah i mean i went in expecting to and i mean i've been fascinated by judy garland for a long time because tragic figures always do and i had heard i remember hearing about there was a tragedy about her when i was a child because as mm. a child watching with her vase all the time mm. and then one year there was some rt special twink was her name was presenting was TV star at the time and did all these songs with tributes to famous acts and one was about Judy Garland and I got from the words of the song that was a tragedy that happens it's it's, uh, silence please just a lady on stage and he just showed a photograph of Judy Garland towards the end of her life and it looked awful and I was going oh my god and then I saw she was only 46 when she died. And even though I was a child, that still seemed very young. Yeah. So I knew there was some tragedy about her. Yeah. But I didn't know what. And then over the years, gradually found out. Did you know any of that? No. You see, I, I love Judy Garland because I listened to, to the stuff that she used to sing. I have a playlist with, with her with her songs. Um, and I've seen Wizard of Oz a long time ago. But I think that was one of the only films I've seen. Like, we're going to see Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah. And I can't wait to see that. And I didn't know really much about her. It was the same thing like Frank Sinatra and um, who else as well? Who had a... a, a like even Martin. Yeah, even Louise Brooks and all them. I don't know their backstory. And they've gone through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. <laughs> a lot of things. Um, and I didn't really know, like, until you actually watch a film. Or, and you're like, oh, that is interesting. I must look it up. So I didn't, yes, for Judy. <laughs> but I didn't know any of that. And I was disgusted with her life before when she was a child. Disgusted. I didn't know any of that. Well, I mean, in the film, they're showing that like she was forced not to eat. It wasn't allowed yeah. to eat anything or anything like that. There's, I won't justify it, but certainly from films I saw of her of that time, even in The Wizard of Oz, she's not slim. Like, yeah. I mean, she was a big girl and inclined to that. And later years... I think she was a tall girl. But and no, just but, kind of but later years, big in, boned. <laughs> well, very big boned in the forties and fifties. Like you could see, mm. there. But then, the fact that um, Rennie Zellweger gives a very accurate physical impersonation of her. She was thin as a rake mm. in her le- at the end of her life. Uh, but the main curse that they did to her, apart from not letting her eat or anything, so on, and trying to keep her on diet, was they got her onto drugs. 
like yeah. as a teenager and this is the norm all film stars were doing it basically supposed to be available to work at any time they gave them uppers and gave them downers so she was mm. constantly on sleeping pills every night so she'd sleep and then given other drugs to wake her up so she'd be fully alert and they all it was all there, but she was a child yeah and as a result she was lifelong addicted to it. that's what killed her yeah in the end like it was an overdose from these barbiturates an accidental overdose yeah. but still and, so, and her life just fell completely apart and that's what's killing me watching this seeing every like at our lowest low and all the people who did this are gone at that yeah. point like it's and just they've done their damage she's just yeah, left behind to it. deal with it's it like then. i often think it's like the whole soviet union thing the people's mm. lives they destroyed and now that's all gone yeah. soviet union is gone those people are gone everything yeah. but the people left behind are still destroyed yeah yeah um and that's really what comes across in this yeah yeah it reminds me a lot of amy winehouse as well and uh who else went through that of, of people being uh, trying to manage the, like she's an object to them Absolutely. and they're like Money. a product Money yeah that, 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 that they're selling and i just hate that so much that they just treat her as if she's nothing like she's just valuable to them until they stop making money on her and, and after just that they just that, yeah which is exactly what they did in hollywood yeah. all the time because the contracts were designed like you sign a contract for seven years Mm. So she had to work for MGM for seven years, but they could fire her at any time. Yeah. Every six months, they re- they re- renewed the contract. She couldn't leave, but they had, and all yeah. Hollywood stars, Clark Gable, the whole lot, they were all trapped in this until the 50s and 60s when they started to break free of that. But yeah. it was slavery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, and the fact that she was a child and they, they did that to her mm. is horrendous. Like, I hate, I hate Hollywood from that time. The actual industry itself, yeah. not the film, the films are brilliant, but... The industry itself was just like toxic. Oh yeah. And horrible. Yeah. So I oh but I felt so bad for her even with the husbands and the kids, her fight with all of that and not being able to have a proper relationship with someone. Like not even just a husband, but with someone she cared about, like a friend or a she couldn't trust anyone. Yeah. Anyone like we were just trying to to get something back by being around her you know that kind of way like uh, an interest well it is see it's hard to because bear in mind like her husband in this who she's separated Mm. from it um he's very reasonable in his points he's turning around and for all we know he could like he says that the reason why he had to divorce her and why he had to take the kids over was because all the shows he organized she rarely turned up and this is valid yeah. like i mean and it's a typical of a lot of people who are seriously drug problem with uh, substance abuse problems alcohol and drugs but so he may he might have tried and bear yeah. in mind as well her husband before that was vincent minnelli who's mm. liza's father yeah. and the director of yeah. which liza's in this film as well as in oh, yes, uh, yeah part. character yeah um and he, like he was good but he was gay Mm. This is, so I mean it was a marriage of convenience for him to any extent but he might have been a good guy but I mean that would have obviously destroyed her when yeah. she found that out yeah. so there's all this tra- like it's not a case that she was purely the victim a lot of it would have been of her own making but that was because of her childhood yeah. like what was t- the childhood was destroyed yeah. um, but at the same time it's it comes across like what a powerful person she was a yeah. talent she was yeah. and again at the time in the film she's scraping to get her these jobs yeah whereas you think of she should have been all over the world like a massive star yeah. well she would be now oh if yeah she was still around like uh, even at an older age she would be now people would want to be trying to get her back into that mm. to give these she'd probably sell out places well because it's like a nostalgic thing for people Do yeah but she'd me? be 98 no 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 not, i don't mean like <laughs> now right, now but, but i mean like yeah recently as in 
a few years ago, like 20 years ago or something. Yeah. It would have been a nostalgic thing for people and she probably would have sold out places everywhere. It's a pity she she died at 46, wasn't it? 46. Um, But even like at her later gigs in London, the people who were managing that, they'd still put her on stage. Even when it was like... During, they could see her even bef- way before the concert ever start like starts, and she still you could see, how can you rely on a person like that and they'd still put her on the stage, which what one of the scenes I felt like saying well, you knew what she was like like at, at the moments before the show you saw her the state she was in yet you still put her on the stage, and of course it went down very like it didn't go down very well, but like. Well, cause I felt bad for her because she was pushed up, basically forced onto the stage, and then they had a fight with her because of how bad it went. And you're like, yeah, but you you forced her onto the stage. But also there was times when they pushed her on the stage, or she went on, insisted on going on stage, and she was brilliant. Well, she so insisted see, on going to the stage. Yeah, you see. But, but, well, I said, you see, the thing is, she could turn around and constantly say oh, I can't do because that's what she did yeah. all those other times and they have paid a lot of money now they did have the fallback of she wasn't necessarily the star mm. she was just a star that was appearing in this show and they had Lonnie Donegan who's a real person as well yeah. though I liked him in it yeah, right? yeah, he yeah. Was, and he was very supportive mm. and nice to her so I mean I can see both sides yeah. it's the case of it's, it's all great with hindsight say oh yeah because it's tragic she'd have tried life but a lot of people get really impatient with these just let her drink with these um, with these people who are incapable of performing and are like this and they just they lose patience with them yeah. but when they die afterwards it's oh god we should have been more caring you yeah, don't know no, you don't know until that happens so yeah. like it's they could turn around and do everything they could to help her and then she still relapsed is the story with the gay couple true I don't know because that was lovely I really hope it was yeah that was so nice it was it's a, I can well believe it yeah that it would yeah. happen certainly she had a huge gay following yeah. still does but a lot of that is because of her suffering like mm. they equate it with and that's why they yeah. loved her and I think she embraced that like mm. she was well aware of all this um, I mean, I've never read a biography of her. I've just, I did read one biography, but it was written by someone who's an obsessive fan, and it just got everything she did that was a disaster. He turns into a triumph and says she really brought the house down when she walked off stage after half an hour, leaving them begging for more when she was collapsing in a toilet somewhere yeah, or something. Yeah. So it's full of that. But so I'd like to read a proper. It's, it's like a lot of these biographies. Some of them will just go out of their way to be horrible. And someone and some just way yeah, over top. You yeah. want to get a proper balanced one, so I would be curious to see the actual real story. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that was just a lovely touch of yeah. the of the not even just the, the the towards the end, but the scene in their house. I just yeah. thought that was just a beautiful scene. Well, even little asides where they were saying about how they had been arrested. Well, yeah, yeah. Where they, that's, that was the house were because the, the they were talking about that and they were making yeah. the egg. And it was just it was just so lowly. Yeah, I really hope it's true. Yeah, yeah. And and so much, and what happened after as well involving death was yeah. a really lovely moment. Yeah. Um, so there was some lovely inspiring moments Bits, in yeah, the film that you it, yeah. really, really want to be true. What did you think of Renee as Judy? I thought she was very good, but I was very she didn't strike me as being Judy Garland. But I don't mm. mind that. Um, because if she was, she'd just be imitating. Like it's because it's such a well-known character, and yeah. that, and I've seen footage of Judy from that era, and it's just too hard. Yeah. Because it's too hard. She'd have to be really. Tra- she's basically trying a tragic character that happens to be Judy Garland. Yeah. And it's very recognisably Renée Zellweger. Yeah. But 
the advantage for me is I love Renee Zellweger and I love Judy Garland. So it's a perfect combination. Yeah. One thing, though, because you mentioned it to me and after you mentioned it to me, I could not stop looking, which is Renee Zellweger's lips. And that's yeah. when you know it's Renee Zellweger when she does the thing because it just reminds you of Bridget Jones. Well, I didn't when mind her. You see, I only noticed her lips recently. In, I did notice them in this film, ironically. It was in a thing she's on Netflix called What If? And it's just her lips look really bad, is what I said mm. in that. I don't normally think there's a problem. No, but you lips. see, now to me, it is, right. it is the lips now, especially the last Bridget Jones, um, this film. Anytime she does anything with her lips, you can see the lines and whatever. It just, I, you, it, a lot of moments I forgot it was her, but anytime she'd move any different with her lips, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's Renee Zellweger. Like, that just looks like her. Well, I'm sorry for having ruined it for no, you in that you're way. Not, you're just doing fine. it with your lips I mean, now yourself. Yeah. Well, I, regardless, I think she's brilliant in it. And oh, yeah, she's a great actress. I was delighted to see her do so well at it because, as I said, I saw her in yeah. What If and I hadn't seen her in a long time. And What If I was going, oh, my God, this is really like as if she's hitting the skids. It's a crappy yeah, miniseries yeah. on Netflix. And as I said, she looked like too much. As it, she, she, she looked like she's playing, I think it was a character as well. Mm. And it looked just too false. Yeah. Whereas this... It's a really good, solid performance. It's tragic. And well, it's I think she warm. had to give a good, like, this is an icon. Oh, yeah. So I think she she had to give oh, it all, basically. Well, I mean, she's a great actress. Yeah, I think she in is. Yeah, in she's, general, she's, good. she's very good, yeah. Um, but it's the fact that she isn't trying to just mimic her, mm, which would yeah. be the logical thing yeah. to do. She's not imitating Marilyn. She's just, uh, she is a person. In yeah, the film, yeah. rather than Judy Garland, so you see, and then you just—it's more a case of then you realize after, yeah, that happened to Judy Garland. Yeah, but you're not equating that. When yeah, you're, you're not the constantly film. comparing the two, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. Right. What are your? What is your stars or whatever you call it? Um, <laughs> four years we've been doing this podcast, and you're still sneering at my method of scoring. Yeah, because it just copies mine. No. Yeah, because I started scoring and then you decided to do it as well, but you gave it stars then rather than an actual score. Okay, I'll have to check back. Oh, yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I remember clearly when that happened. I think I gave out to you as well. (laughs) We'll edit back to the podcast and you'll just hear my voice in a completely different background going, I think I'll come up with this new way of scoring films. And then your voice, I think the same will be (laughs) as well. I'm good at editing, I am. I'm giving it five as well. No, sorry, four, because I gave five for The Irishman last week. So I think Irishman was exceptional. This is... Good. I, know, I think I give it five as well. I th- a lot of it I give five because of the experience. Well, seeing it in different the Stella, films, so. seeing it, But seeing it in yeah. the Stella like that, like it was, again, a wonderful cinematic mm. experience. I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. Loved it. The music, the whole lot. What do you think of the music? Yeah, I don't know. It was brilliant. It was very good. Um, yeah, I'll give it a nine. Yeah, just because the same reason of The Irishman. It yeah. is different films, but to me, it's this is a great film, but it's not like the best. Do you get me? Yeah. I'll leave the 10 for the best. So nine for me. Okay. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. If there's still people out there that listen. Um, I've been <laughs> Marina Gorski. And I've been Mick Jordan. And we're going to go have lunch. Woohoo!